Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Yes, we are. We have a conversation to have. We have something to talk about, inherited conversations. And, you know, this is pervasive. It's, it's, we are tackling it in our community, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, what I want to say is it's pervasive in all communities, you know? That's the thing. It, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I know both of us work in the mindset shifting space. And Dr. Maisha both and, and I as a stress strategist, we work with corporations. We see uh, high-powered, high-thinking, creative people all day long. And what I see is when there are women, when there are especially women of color, there is a whole other conversation being had. Right. We know we have cultural, mm-hmm. and I know in your work with mind remapping and hypnosis. And- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of the things, one of the things I, I I just have to acknowledge is that as we, you know, we do these conversations, we talk about these generational conversations and releasing generational trauma because we've been through so much. We have, we continue to continue to go through so much in our community. And, you know, it has to be acknowledged that inherited conversations are not unilateral, right? Inherited conversations are on both sides. So while we're working on ours, other folks need to be working on their generational conversations as well. Hello. We need to be stopping these generational generational conversations of hate and intolerance. Must that, part, that part. We all need to heal as a collective but we all need to be having these conversations. And so, guys, before we kind of dive into talking about this, I would love you to know who your who your hosts are while we're talking about this. Dr. Maisha, please tell the people. So um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Maisha Claiborne. I'm the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. Uh, I'm a family physician by training, integrative medicine physician uh, by practice, and I actually practiced medicine for, I guess, you know, 15 or so years before I decided to transition out about four and a half, going on five years now ago. Um, actually, oh my goodness, six. <laughs> Come on, you lost a year. <laughs> I lost a year. And primarily what I'm passionate about is um, healing people from the inside out, man- helping people manage their internal dialogues, 
um, negative emotional spaces that come from the past so that they can um, create a life that they want, create a family that they want, create a future that they want, create a legacy that they want. And so I'm a, a master hypnotherapist, a master practitioner and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, which you might learn a little bit more about today, or you might learn a little bit about later. <laughs> and especially ladies, if you come to the retreat, you'll learn a little bit more about it as well. But I, but I do teach this work. I teach the tools of conscious, the conscious use of language. I teach the tools to release negative emotions and limiting beliefs at their source. And uh, I love this work. I do it in in the individual space, the, the the group space, and in the corporate space. See, this is the powerhouse that you're getting at the retreat. I love that this is the work that you're in. And we kind of have been talking about that this week, just being in the work, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know for me as a stress strategist, guys, I was on the mountaintop living my best life as a Duke-trained PA out here uh, traveling to China and Cuba, learning about different holistic health methods and getting all the accolades. You know how we do, right? Uh, We get the degree. We get the good job. We do the things we were told that would make us successful. And what I found was five to six people were crying with me in the exam room every single day. The weight and the stress on our bodies. This is a mind and body experience. Just like the Grand Canyon, these little insults, these little movements across our collective consciousness, across our body, they keep adding up. And my inherited conversations had to do with not being enough having to work harder, having to work hard for money, that scarcity mindset, right? And learning these tools, these tricks, these, I shouldn't say tricks, tools, tips, techniques that are really mindful of, hey, where am I in this space? How do I reconnect with my body? How do I reconnect with what I want and not that conversation that's been repeating in my head for 365 years, right? (laughs) And so learning those tools have really helped me climb out of spaces. And so I had to, when I keep seeing these corporate women, my fellow women of color, talking about the microaggressions they experience at work, talking about the fact that nobody talks about these traumas we experience when they get to work. So what kind of conversations does that make you have? Mm -hmm. My trauma is not even worth talking about here. Mm. And so we, as leaders in this space, were seeing such a big need. And so when we were like a retreat, oh my gosh, y'all, everything fell into place. And so tell us, Dr. Maisha, what you're excited about, looking forward to about this retreat? Well, first of all, I mean, I'm excited about connecting with all of the amazing, wonderful women who will be with us. You know, I love I love that connection. Um, not to mention that it's by a lake. <laughs> Come on with the lake. <laughs> I love I love you know the mountains. I love the trees, but I love it integrated with water. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it brings that healing element into it. And and we're going to be able to pull those 
healing elements of the outside into our retreat activities. It's necessary. How could we not? You know, uh, we're not going to have you up in the room all day just talking to us. That wouldn't be fair when it's all this beauty outside. <laughs> now, you're going to be in the room a little bit now because we got to, you know, wrap it out and take yeah. you through some amazing exercises. Michelle's got some amazing exercises. I've got some cool, fun things that we're going to do. And it, and it will be, you know, healing and therapeutic. But I'm just very much looking forward to connection because one of the things that we know is that connection is what eases the impact of trauma. And we're such a, we, you know, because of the pandemic, we've been sort of isolated and, and computerized and zoomified and um, it's, it's impacted It's in a much deeper way than we probably can realize. And so coming together to, be in each other's energetic space to be able to hold space for each other as we go through these various activities is what I'm most looking forward to. What about you, Michelle? So I love that you brought up the experience of it. But it's not about just coming to another workshop or learning some skills and going about your way. The experience of getting back into our bodies, right? taking that conversation from here and turning it into something that can be productive for us. Not the trauma, but the movement forward, to have that conversation amongst a group of women who are doing the same thing. I love that. I love that you talk about the community aspect. When we come to stress and burnout trainings, it's always about how do you keep this going? It's not just the routine. It's not just the learning. It's having a supportive community and keeping yourself accountable to the goals that you said that you wanted. Mm -hmm. And so with knowing that, the thing I'm most excited about, like you said, is being able to touch. This pandemic has made it so, right? You're scared to touch people. It's it's an invasion of space now. You don't quite even know how to act. Is it just me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I've had experiences and made connections. Y'all, if I could just for a moment tell a small story. We talk about, you know, what we're doing here and the way we lead, right? All these accolades, being a doctor, being a physician assistant in family medicine. I'm a best-selling author. You know, I've traveled all over, right? But when I was stressed out and had lost 45 pounds in five months, when I would get waking out of my sleep from my joints, when they would touch, I would scream. The day-to-day conversations about Man, you you're guilty. Mm. You know, um, you worked yourself too hard, mm. or you didn't take good care of yourself. You're supposed to be a leader in this. Mm. Mm. Those conversations that we inherit about the hustle culture, about you know what we're supposed to be doing instead of what we're supposed to be being, mm-hmm. right? And so, in the darkness, in the hurt, in the what am I going to do now? I went to a retreat. 
and learning how to put those pieces back together, learning how to build community, like you were saying, learning how to experience those mindful changes that actually do work. Mm-hmm. Man, I done gained 25 pounds around here. Talking about let's throw a retreat. Let's have this. Let's have that. Right. So that's what I'm looking forward to for our women. that come here. You know, as you were sharing, one of the other inherited conversations that I think is pervasive in our community is that we have to go at it alone, that mm. we have to survive alone, we have to try to thrive alone. You know, and I, I've had that inherited conversation. I, I work with I work with that. It, com- it comes up still from time to time. Listen, y'all, just because I do this work, I train this work, I teach this work, doesn't mean I'm inhuman. Come on. You know, I, um, my mom, she and her husband who used to live here in Atlanta, this is where we are, by the way, <laughs> if you hadn't guessed it by now. We in Georgia. <laughs> we in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm in Atlanta. Well, I'm in a suburb of Atlanta. <laughs> it's like the no, suburbs of New York. <laughs> It's like the boroughs of New York, right? <laughs> when my New Yorkers in the house, the boroughs, we have boroughs in Atlanta. We just call them suburbs. <laughs> so um, we're here in Atlanta and my mother moved here when my son was born to help me to take care of my son. I became a single mom very early at the, at the tender, my son's tender age of two months. Mm. And my mom moved down in the house with me for the entire first year of my son's life to help me take care of my boy. And then she found a man and got married. How serendipitous, right? So now they've lived here in Atlanta for the past seven years. And what I'll say is that when I left my house at 18 to go to college, um, I really had the sense I was on my own. Mm. I didn't go home very often. I didn't ask for much. I mean, you know, when it was came time to, I, had, I think I worked two jobs most of the years in college. I think in my, by my second year in, in college, I was working two jobs, yeah. you know. And yes, my mother did help me pay for school. I did get loans and grants. Uh, when it came to medical school, like I did it all myself, the loans. No, thank you, mom. You don't have to pay for anything, you know. Mm. Um and even got a little side job in medical school, which is unheard of. Right. Teaching aerobics to have a little extra cash. And it was all from this inherited conversation that I picked up from my mom, no less, which I'm sure she picked up from her upbringing, is that I have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming. Or if they are coming, I'll be on the hook. I'll, I'll be owing people. It's right. not for fun and for free. It's conditional. Wow. Right. And so that has had such an incredible impact on my life. How many things I've done alone. Mm. My career. You know, I had a private practice where I was the sole person. I had a team, but they were not in the in the house with me. I had a virtual team. You know, I have been a solo entrepreneur for many years. And it wasn't until recently that I really began to collaborate, like in the last five years or so, they mm-hmm. really began to collaborate and, and look, 
you know, release that conversation. But back to my mom, you know, so they moved, she moved here. It's the first time I had family in the city with me. First time I had that support. Yeah. You think I asked for anything then? Nope. Hmm. So, you know, as I've grown, I've learned to ask for help more. But I've only leaned on my mom and that built that community. Even though I have friends in Atlanta, mom friends, and Delson has friends. It wasn't until my mom announced that she was moving out of the country six months ago that I realized I don't have the village. Mm-hmm. That that conversation had crept right up and had been laying dormant in my mind for that many years because I thought I was in community. Right. But I grew up in a village. My mom was a single mom as well. And I remember that village. And I have, have sort of built that village, but only to a point. So I say all this to say, now my mom is gone. She's living the best life in Mexico with her husband, the one she met here in Atlanta. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And I realize I'm having a very difficult time with the idea of asking my friends, my so-called village for help, another inherited conversation. Mm, I know you're not alone, you know? And so just to wrap it up, you know, I've been having these conversations as I've been noticing, like, what's there? Like, why am I afraid to ask these friends who have been friends for years, almost a decade? Can my son spend the night you know, I need to travel. Would you pick him up from school? Or could you be that if I need to travel overnight for, you know, a, an organizational retreat or something? Is it OK that I I lean on you? It it just it raises a level of anxiety. And these are people that I know very well. This is not some stranger. You know, I, I understand that you have to know parents. Well, these are really good friends. So this is the impact and the power that these inherited conversations can have. And make no mistake, as you release conversations, layers come off, others will arise. Come on. This work is a journey, a mountain with no top. I didn't get this way overnight, took 47 years. It ain't going to go away overnight. I'm very clear about that. And that's the thing I love about what you showed in your story is we could have this conversation going on underneath the surface for years and not even know it's there. And you're in this kind of loop with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're crying for reasons and don't know why. Maybe you're disconnected and don't know why you don't feel. Maybe there's a conversation that's yet to be uncovered. Because you're comfortable. Because maybe you're comfortable. Because listen, my mom was in town for seven years. I was comfortable. I had to do something. I had to go out of town overnight. Mom, can you keep my son overnight? Yeah, Mm -hmm. no problem. It's comfortable. I wasn't aware that I still had this conversation of doing it alone. Because I didn't feel like I was doing it alone. Right. And... Guys, all the revelations, the things we're talking about, the reason why we're bringing this up 
why are we having this retreat? <laughs> so we were having all these layered conversations. and But the reason why we wanted to get on live today is to share with you who we are, why we want to bring this subject up, because it has been pervasive. It has been coming up again and again and again. And so we decided to talk about it in a healthy way, a reimagined way. How do we get to the point where we're writing our own story? How do we get past the, oh, I've identified that there's some trauma or that there's things happening and get to the other side of, look, I stand on my story. What what are even these conversations and where do they come from? Come on. What are your conversations? Now, you might know some of them and that's amazing. That's your, you may be ahead of most of the people. Like if you are like me and Michelle and you steep yourself in personal development, you might already know some of your conversations, right. but we're going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper to look at well, what else? Mm. Like, don't come with stuff you already know. Yes. Come with, um, what are you, am I going to discover? Right. Come with what you want to discover. Come with an area of life where maybe you've done some work and you're capping out. Or maybe just come with no expectation and really start to allow, allow your body to tell you what inherited conversations mm. are coming up, you know, because that we're going to discover that we're going to, you know, Michelle's going to talk about, give you a beautiful, you know, um, exercise and, and visual. It's going to blow your mind. Come on. And then. Then we're going to go deep into the work. You know, this is going to be a little bit like a roller coaster. We're going to go deep. Then we're going to come up. Then we're going to go deep. Then we're going to come up. Then we're going to go, woo. going to raise your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> okay. Because some of us have the generational conversation that we're not allowed to have fun. Right. We're not allowed. And we all going to have fun now. Baby, we're allowed to let down to be all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So if you feel complete, Dr. Maisha, we're going to say goodbye to the people. Um, it's been such a great conversation. Guys, talking about inherited conversations is something we don't often get to discuss as women of color, as black women, all the facets of us. This is a time to celebrate, to uncover, change it up and actually rewrite your own legacy. That's right. That's all. all right, guys, have a good rest of your day. Have a great rest of the day and I'll see you next. Bye. Bye. Ever since my TEDx event, I've been leaning into this idea of how we create a new legacy by understanding the conversations we've inherited. As a black woman, a black mom, I'm especially interested in how we complete the past and in-generational trauma cycles that are predictably going to continue if we do nothing about it. I am clear that if we're going to create new legacies for our children, we must start with our own inherited conversations, how we form them, how we interrupt them, and how we build and teach new conversations to pass down to our children. That was the inspiration 
for our Women's Legacy Retreat. In order to stop old patterns, we must first acknowledge their existence and then identify their origin. We must move from awareness to acceptance and then our actions will reflect our true values. Come join us on June 24th through 26th at the beautiful Ridges Resorts at Lake Chatouge, where we will do just that. We'll unplug from the day-to-day hustle, connect with tribe, and have a conversation that will leave you ready to take the next step in breaking down those old generational patterns. Conversations like this, they don't happen every day. So register today for the Women's Legacy Retreat. You can find the link in the show notes. Early bird ends June 1st. Einstein says, no problem can be solved from the same consciousness that created it. Come and join us and let's elevate that consciousness together. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and will put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode.